Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Dungeons and Dragons and Magic. Stupid, mindless bad. There will definitely be some bet. That's probably our best. Lot that, that's, 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 our, that's our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. This part of the episode is brought to you by Games Plus. From board games to role-playing games to miniatures, we have something for the whole family. Come to Games Plus in Lake Stevens, Washington. Now, back to our show. Hey, Geeks! Blue Samurai here. It's episode 61! Woohoo! I am with... Rebeculous, and I am with. I, I, I'm still Paul. And you are listening to Geeks of Cascadia, and we got a really good show for you. We're bringing back game review, uh, Parks. Parks. Yes, Parks. Yes. I haven't played it. I haven't played it either. Uh, I saw about- people playing it, but I know that really like it. I saw my friends buy it on okay. social medias. Is it just you run a park? Um, I don't know other than that much, but Doug's going to get into that because yeah, Doug loves it, it and Doug yes. is going to do the review. Yes, and then towards the end, we've got um, a little interview with our good friend at uh, Around the Table, Tim. Tim Morgan Timmy. of Around the Table Thank in Newman, Washington. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, a little disclosure, this is from Dragonflight, so uh, anything that's time-based, yes. this was in August of uh, 2019. Yes, yes, and also... For those of you out there that may not know this, we're in Washington State, and Washington State is Washington gaining a hockey team, a professional hockey team. No, you, you, seriously. It's true. It's true. And, you know, they haven't got the name yet, but we have suggestions. Yes. I'm thinking Flumps. What Flumps think? would be great. I think that's perfect. They're great. They're, they care. They're gassy. Uh-huh. They like to talk. Yeah, yeah. That's us. Seattle. 100%. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? That's pretty good. I okay. think you should start a Facebook group supporting this. Hmm. I think you should do that. And I think you listeners and viewers should join that group. That's right. Spread the word. If yes. they do, do, we, do they get T-shirts? Um, if they pay money for a T-shirt. I well, I can't. T-shirts aren't uh, free. Well, somebody gave this to us because this is our, so cute. somebody's own money. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not for sale anywhere. Can, can not I yet. see it? The flump with the hockey yes. stick there? Yeah. Yes. Down there like well, that? When, can, are the, when are they? I can ma- send you an image of it. Huh? When is the sure. name being selected? Um, when are they I, at the voting end, on um, Actually, they're doing the All-Star game. They're announcing the name. So maybe it'll be Flumps. I'm surprised maybe you didn't want like, the Blue Samurai or something like no, that. No, no. Flumps. Yeah. Flumps. Because Blue it's... Samurai are gassy and uh, no. what else? Uh, no. no. They're no, awesome. They're awesome. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, what great. else we got going on? Um, uh, what do you got? It's December. News? Well, we've, we've got this thing called um, Christmas Con. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on the 25th at your house. Everybody's house. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, hmm. What if, what what if, there, there may or, be, or holidays, if, you like this, if you like this convention, there, there may be the, the exchange of gifts. Um, this is a thing that happens. Sometimes there's drinking. I know at my house there will be drinking. Right, right. The nog. No. <laughs> but but there, right, you're a hater. <laughs> but there's also some holidays like Hanukkah Con. Hanukkah Con. That's like a couple days long, right? Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, like um, the 10 days, I think. Kwanzaa Con. Kwanzaa Con. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. I think it's more than 10. But I don't know. Someone's going to... Let's not forget Boxing oh, Day. Write, write us at at gmail.com and let us know how long and exactly when Hanukkah is. Okay. It changes, it changes every year. Actually, it? it starts Does Sunday, it December 22nd to Monday the 30th. And that's... December 30th. Eight days? Because that's how long the oil lasted. Yes. Yes, it's eight days. Is that I'm the just thing terrible where you don't eat all day and then you no, eat it? No, no. That's Yom Kippur. No, no, no. Oh. No. That's the Day of Atonement. But I do they do, get like tw- like mm-hmm. twelve times as many presents as we Christmas people get? Yes, but they don't get they get like socks and stuff a lot of days. There's nothing wrong with that. No, you need good socks. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like a board game every day or some dice. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I'm gonna convert for the gift. Dreadle, dreadle, dreadle. Well, I way, made it out of clay. I, my name's already. I want to thank all of our I'm listeners there. out there. They've been 
you guys really love the Rick and Morty. Yeah. Episodes. Thanks Thank for you. listening, watching everything. Yes. Especially Vancouver, Washington. You're Woo! listening a lot. And Denmark. Don't know why. Denmark. But Thank you, Denmark. Yes. I'm, I'm Danish. Are you? I am. You said you're... Peterson. You said you're... In- S-E-N. You said you're... It's Danish, mofo. Whoa. You said you're Indian. And? You can be more than one Danish thing. Danish Indian? You can. You actually... Steve, are you only one thing? I'm awesome. I'm 100% awesome. Anyway, so... Con news. Con news. Yes. Well, there's this time of year, there's really only one convention on my mind. Mm-hmm. That is OrcaCon. OrcaCon is in Bellevue, Washington, the 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Hilton. Also, at part of the Red Lion, because we're expanding into the Red Lion next door. Wow. By the way, mm-hmm. you can park at the Red Lion as well as at the Hilton to yes. attend OrcaCon. Then um, there will be signs stating that. Mm-hmm. Isn't um, that the, free, Lan- the Lannister free. thing, the Red Lion? Isn't that like Lannister kind of um, territory? So if you park there, really, you're showing your devotion to House Lannister. Anyway. Yes. Well, you know, you know, Nic- <laughs> Nikolai Kostrwaldo is also from a small town in Denmark. Oh, is he? And I have a, a relative from, from a very small town in that, a, 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 um, like a grandfather, a great-great-grandfather wow. from that small town. So I'm, I'm related to Jamie Lannister. Six degrees so of I still get, Paul. That's right. So at OrcaCon, we've got so many things going on. We have got, uh, obviously, 24-hour gaming starting at 10 o'clock Friday, running through 6 p.m. Sunday. We've got a great big play-to-win library, got an open play library. We have got a ton of scheduled games, so if you've already uh, purchased your your badge in advance, you can go on to Sketch and schedule games and um, panels and stuff like that. Um, We've got tournaments coming. Um, and um, a bunch of demo tables from Playtest Northwest, who we love. They're our favorites. And um, uh, food trucks. Some of the food trucks we've got lined up. There's not all solidified, but these ones are. We've got bean fish, those wonderful little Japanese waffles with wonderful funky um, fillings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good funky. They, they are delicious. They're good funky. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Where Yat Matt, which is um, Cajun. We've got okay. Little Jay's super dog. Oh, uh, he is cute. Yeah, he's super cute. Keep Looks your like keep your dog. nose to the ground. Um, gourmet hot dog sausages and French fries by truck. I, um, hot dog is my favorite food group. And we've got off the res. Are there any healthy alternatives here? We try to uh, offer healthier things because in all of these things. A lot of us are fat. Okay. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah. Well, Maybe I want a you salad are. truck. Yeah. Which I don't. But there's a, we'll try to offer a, ver, this is just a sampling of the trucks mm-hmm. I'm excited for. So there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a variety of things. Yeah. Um, off the res, Seattle's first native food truck. Um, and it's delicious. It's a little bit messy, but it is really, really good. For, but we even have breakfast food trucks. One of them mm-hmm. is going to be sunny up. Some of their, the, their, I was going to ask you that. In the morning? When in the morning, yes, get up yes. Coffee, yeah. There's, there's coffee a coffee truck. It's going to be there all day till they run out. Excellent. Um, Sunny Up is one of the breakfast food trucks. So, and if you were there last year, you saw their wonderful menu containing things like the Ruth Bacon Ginsburg. I got there when they left. The Mia Ham. <laughs> Pat Stromy Klein. Um, sausage Patty Smith. I can't say this one. Frida Avocado. Frida Avocado. Oh, sorry. Don't, don't bang the table. And there's the plain Jane Goodall. Oh, you skipped the Nina Smokes Salmon. Nina Smokes Salmon. Because you don't know who Nina Simone I, is. I don't know who Nina Simone that's is. Right. I'm an you old can't person. Know everybody. But that's got Nova Lox, egg, dill cream cheese, pickled red onion. I love pickled red onion. Sounds pretty good. I'm salivating. And we have hit the right tab, Paul. Industry guests. We've got Catherine Cross. Um, and oh, uh, unfortunately. Aaron Bauer Socks, our, our guest of honor, who also goes by Pop Muertos online, um, his wife is with child and is due during OrcaCon, so he's not going to make it to OrcaCon, but we still will ha- have um, the shirts and the programs are going to feature his art, mm-hmm. which is really there. It's really, really cute. That is a missed opportunity. Yeah. They should just have their freaking baby. They should. At they Orca-Con. should name their baby OrcaCon. Yes. Right. Oh OrcaCon Von Dragonflight. Is the best name Wouldn't ever. That be People great? don't name their babies like that anymore. We've like got that. Mike Robles, uh, Carmen Marin, Mike Bianca Anderson, who I, I, I worked um, PAX with a couple years ago. Mike Robles is oh. no 
Connection. Lynn Hardy. We, Lynn Hardy is our favorite. Yes. Well, it's, it just so happens that they are married to one another. Get out of town. And the town. great thing is, is Geeks of Cascadia will be there. They will. And we will be doing a daily show. So we will. tune in. If you don't have the program, we will tell you what's going to happen exactly. the next day. We put it up like the night before. We do. We put it the night before. And Paul and I did it every day when we were there. Every day. Rebeculous. <laughs> and Rebeculous will be there this time. Right? Rebeculous? I will be there. You're going to do my uh, song and dance number, right? You included that in the program? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Mm-hmm. I've been rehearsing. Hello, my honey. Hello, my long time ago. Now i got to come up with another routine. Oh, Thanks. no. Sorry. Thanks. I took your show. Thanks, Still. Well, <laughs> can I call you Still? So, go to orcacon.org. Yes. Um, badge sales are going to be cut off sometime, like probably right after Christmas. Better hurry. Better hurry. We're ahead of last year's sales, and yes. we almost sold out last year. Get a room. Get a room. The rooms. The room rate's going to be cut off probably a, a couple weeks before right. the convention. But if you email us at geeksofcascadia at gmail.com and say, attention, Paul, I need a bed, Paul will have an extra bed and... He Blue Samurai's personal couch. phone number. His this is what I'll give you. Available. Yes. Everybody come stay in my room. Yes. Free booze. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Mine. So, uh, is that it? That's uh, that, that's the con that's news I'm good. focused on. Yeah. Good. All right. Lots of, uh, there's much, much more going on. Oh, yeah. BJ Shea's Nation will be there. Yeah. Uh, we got some wizards will be there. Yeah. Anybody, anybody, there. anybody you want to throw out there? Big, Boards Alive podcast is going to be there. Boards Alive will be there. It's going to be pretty good. Yeah. I'm not, I think I'm going to go. All right, go you ahead. You should go. Oh, I submitted you for your comp badge. Hey, thanks. Because you're a, a media person. Oh. I took that when over from you, from you today. Oh, I'll, I'll, I will. Uh, I might approve it. I don't know. I'm deciding. <laughs> Denied. Yeah, we okay. can have a vote. Okay. So what do we yep. got for uh, board game news? Well, you know how I try and have a theme. You know how I do that, right? Uh, so I don't know. We were kind of doing the educational thing this time. Oh, um, I didn't have a lot of time to research, but I came up with this uh, this really nifty game from Tacoma, right down here. Called mm-hmm. the game is called Success Factors. It's kind of the only thing I don't love about it is the name. But mm-hmm. that's by this uh, gentleman Corbett Mosesley. Sorry, Corbett, if I butchered your last name. Um, it is a two to six player game about investing in your community. And there's a lot of investment games and, and this and that, but this one piqued my interest. Uh, not only is it a, a very sexy looking game, but um, it's it's more of a life skills, teach your kids how to you know balance the budget and thoughtfully choose a career and invest their money and that kind of thing. Like, cool. I, like I needed this game. I wish I had this game growing up because countless checking accounts were closed because I thought if I had checks in my wallet, then I had money. Oh. That's not how it works. Thought, anyway, that's, that's another that story. Works. So it's a two to four player game, two to six, excuse me. Uh, use business income to invest in philanthropic projects. Uh, you earn money, which is represented by poker chips, as your token travels through the board with the overall goal of uh, being to have the most philanthropic investments and wealth at the end of the game. And by philanthropic, they mean investing in a community center or environmental sustainability or job training or something like that, not like buying a mansion or that kind of thing. Um, so this guy, Corbett Mosley, has three teenage boys, and he kind of wanted to learn, teach them some life lessons, uh, education, career, money management, healthy healthy life choices. Um, what I what I didn't quite understand um, was that this game was inspired by the passing of uh, rapper Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> that's, that's what he said. Uh, and it's based on small economics and investing in small businesses. And it has realistic entry-level wages for a variety of occupations. He looked this stuff up. This is what you're going to get paid if you, if you start along these career paths. Uh, how to get good credit, how to repair it if you have bad credit, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. I know. Really it's cool. a really kind of complete life skills game, and, and it looked pretty simple. It's uh, drawing cards and using strategies, but there's also the surprise of what the card turns up, and you have to deal with unexpected challenges because that is life. And this is really important. So I um, worked in banking for 20 years, so decades at, at a credit union where a main part of my job was helping young people who were just starting out learn how to bank. And how to make decisions, and how to take care of at least the money side of their life. Yeah. And it's it's it, you know, there's a lot of people who don't know things at all because they haven't been taught. It's it's very true, and and I don't know. Like I said, I never had that growing up, and I had real money issues. But 
I also had that thing back in the day when people wrote checks when they had their checkbook. Yes. And you were able to write it and know that it wouldn't go through for a couple days. Uh-huh. So, you could, so I kind of got caught up in that trap and things just went down. Yeah, that's, that's, but that's, that's, that's a not problem. a thing anymore. <laughs> No, checks clear now. So, anyway, so I thought that was really neat. There's um, by the time this airs, there'll still be a few weeks uh, left on Kickstarter, and they're not really even close to their goal yet. And I plan on oh. contributing myself, and I think you guys should too, because it looks really cool. S- success factors. Yep. And new name. Uh, anyway, the second one comes from Nigeria. And it's mm-hmm. called, uh, I'm not really sure how it's pronounced, I-G-B-O with an X and Igbo. I'm going to call it Igbo because mm, okay. it spells Igbo to me. Yeah, that, means, that means forest okay. in oh. Yoruba. Yoruba, I guess, is language. Mm-hmm. Uh, started in Nigeria in 2016. This woman whose name I also can't pronounce, uh, she wanted a fun way to promote sustainability. And uh, so she came up with this 20 to 30 minute strategy game really cool this thing looks great uh the whole game itself is sustainably made and manufactured and the gameplay demonstrates the finite nature of natural resources um it's really simple they have three themes that work together to promote sustainability there's land cover there's desert and there's windbreak and these are all demonstrated by different colors of wooden discs uh really nice looking really simple looks like a go board or something okay but it's not quite um, each player gets 36 seeds and four desert pieces. You want to build up the seeds to uh, come up with five, either in a row or in a five, like a five looks on a die or something. And as soon as you get that, the middle one becomes the trunk. And since Igbo means forest, you're basically trying to build a forest. Cool. Um, so as soon as you pile other seed tiles, discs, on top of your trunk, then your trunk starts to grow, and then you can turn over the remaining seed tiles, and those become the roots. Uh, if they're not turned over yet, your wind discs, windbreak discs, can blow them away. Um, your uh, desert desert stopper discs can, you know, all things can be used uh, to benefit or, um, you know, offensively or defensively. So it's kind of a game of strategy, but also with a little like, hey, this, you know, these resources are finite, so you're screwed if you don't. Yeah, you know, cool. You know what I'm trying Resource to management game. Yes, exactly. But it's really elegant. It's really nice looking. Um yeah, that's about it. And it's only uh, nineteen dollars. Is it? Did you just it's look a, it up? Yeah, it's only nineteen bucks. Oh, nice. Get after it. It's they're like, already fully funded. Yeah, super, super sexy looking. Do I say that about each game? Sexy. Um, not all of them. No, just the ones you think are sexy. Them, yeah. No, I like that one. That looks really cool. Uh, Igbo, 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 uh, from Nigeria. All right. And then this isn't really an educational one, but there's this game called Remember It, and it is from. Valencia, Spain. Uh, Iwana Rosek from Valencia, Spain. It's a memory game, but it's supposedly life-changing. It's an unconventional (laughs) board game that you will immediately see effective results that will improve your day-to-day life. A simple and authentic game will help you and other players discover that you can improve your memory in a split moment. And it's something about... uh, you move your tokens across the board, and every time you move around the board, you collect these uh, password oh, cards. No. And the password, anything. A shark, a basket, a nail, a spoon, a boat, whatever. And you're supposed to remember these. You know that game, Simon, where you remembered what you hit and how many oh, yeah. se- sequence uh-huh. and all that. So you're supposed to remember all these passwords in sequence, and you get up to like 15, 20, and it's, it's kind of difficult. But then there's this thing, and they don't tell you. They don't tell you in the video, and they don't tell you in the Kickstarter description. Uh, there is a secret card. And when you are dealt this confidential secret card, you will be able to all of a sudden remember 15-plus passwords, no problem. This is what it claims. Wow. I know. I think they're just making you buy it. Yeah. Because you want to know the secret. But uh, that's that's basically it. It says, um, so the secret is crucial for your successful completion of the game. Your mind will be unlocked with the secret. And it seems unbelievable how your friend, even with the worst memories, can now rattle off a list of 20-plus passwords in this game, and even backwards. Wow. It's like super califragilistic. Anyway, that was it. That's cool. Uh, it is called... Quite simply, remember it. I had to scroll up to remember the name of this game. Only 20 euros. So I don't think I'm going to succeed at this, but I don't know, the life-changing claim. That's that's quite a claim. Never have I read that a game's going to change your life like that. Yeah. Will you remind me to get that? I will try, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. 
Well, if you love miniatures, That's and it. why wouldn't you, check out uh, Games Workshop. There's some pre-orders available right now at Games Workshop. Uh, Middle Earth, the battle, the strategy battle game. So if you love Middle Earth and you love maybe, I don't know, leading an army of um, hobbits or orcs, then yeah. check out Age of Sigmar. That is out. Blood Bowl. Uh, you love blood. You like football. You like bowls. You like blood. Yeah. Blood. So you combine, blood. you know, Warhammer stuff and football, and you get Blood Bowl. You should, cool. You should check it out. Also, uh, there is. Um, New planes for Aeronautica Imperials. So that's, I think that's part of uh, Warhammer. So check that out. Games Workshop. Uh, make a great Christmas present. Also available from Pathfinder on Kickstarter is the Intervane. Did I get that right? Intervane RPG campaign for Kips, Kickstarter. It's, it's a dark fantasy world which explores themes of imperialism, subterfuge, war, and madness. Not subterfuge. But above all, engages your heroic imagination to overcome these things. So check out a new universe in the Pathfinder world. So check that out on Kickstarter. I think that's all I have on that. Do we have anything else before we go into our awesome game review of Parks? Now, there's a lot of nifty, like, gifty things out since Christmas. Mm -hmm. There's a nice leather-bound D&D spellbook. Oh, wow. Okay. With real cool. spells? Yeah, okay. of course. Mm -hmm. Real spells. Oh, that reminds me. i got to talk to you guys. We might have to do an... You know how we do these episodes every other week? We might have to do another one next week because we got some content we need to push <sighs> okay, do we? out. Okay. We'll talk later about I'll that. I'll change my spa That's appointment. That's right. Anyway, um, Did let's you just go say check sausage? out the inter Yeah, that's how we do sausage here. Mix so that's how we do sausage. Okay. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right. There we go. All right. Anyway, with that, let's check out the review. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Around the Table, Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show. Hey geeks, it's time for another tabletop game review. I'm Kelly and this is Doug, and today we're playing 59 Park or er, 59 Parks. No, we're playing Parks. Parks. It's just parks. Just parks. That was created in collaboration with 59 Parks print series. Okay. So, so tell me about this game, because okay. I haven't played it. You picked it up a while back. Uh, it so. was kicked about halfway through the summer. The Kickstarter finally came through. Okay, so cool. Picked it up off of Kickstarter. Nice. Um, so the idea is you're hiking through parks, collecting resources to buy parks, or um, more accurately, you're... These resources represent what you've hiked, and so when you hike through different types of paths, you've gone through a certain park. Uh, and the goal is to collect those parks so that you get the most victory points. Things like we look at uh, Capitol Reef National Park here is worth four, but the Great Basin is only worth three because it's an easier hike. Uh, and that's pretty much the principle of the game. Interesting. So what kind of stuck out at you about this game? Why did you kickstart it to begin with? Uh, so the 59 Parks Prince series uh, company uh, went through a bunch of artists and had them do their favorite national park and then the key thing from each of those parks. So every single park in this deck is by a different artist and has a different style and it's absolutely gorgeous artwork. Yeah, I can tell. It's got really nice artwork just on like, these tiles here, really on here. The, the box yeah. art, even looking the inside. at... Inside, flip that around. This thing, we've got a little nice sleeve that goes around it, and there's artwork on the edges. So, so you Washingtonians will recognize Mount Rainier National Park. Yeah, if we've been there. <laughs> if you've been there. Uh, so so yeah. yeah, take me through kind of a, a sample turn on, on how we would play the game. Okay. Uh, you remember Heaven and Ale? Yes, I do remember having an ale. All right. So hikers are going to move forward. They can never move back. Okay. Uh, and they just move. You move one of them forward, and you do the action there. You pick up any extra resources that are there. You pick up the resources that they would say, or do the action that it says to do. Uh, this trail will get longer by the end of the game. We'll have all of these tiles out, uh, and once all of these tiles are gone, the game is over. So you have four rounds, five rounds, uh, before you end. Uh, you can't. 
land anywhere another hiker lands unless you want to spend your campfire mm -hmm. your campfire will renew when one of your hikers makes it to the trails end and you get your campfire again so that you can re-land on the same space another player is including your own hiker so if you okay. wanted to land on the space of your own hiker you'd have to spend your campfire uh, these actions pretty much get you resources these are very basic tiles uh, we've got water from the ocean, we've got mountains from the mountains, forest from the forest, sun from the valley. Uh, we also have a vista here uh, that lets us either get a new canteen or take a picture. Uh, and if you take a picture, you get to spend you have to spend two resources, it doesn't matter what kind of resources, uh, and you get to take a picture, and they all have tiny little pictures. We'll probably do a zoomed in of that one. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll take some pictures of this. So they're all different, all of these pictures see are different. some of the nice artwork. And they're all worth one victory point at the end of the game. And then because you took the picture, you get the camera, which is worth one victory point at the end of the game and gives you a one resource discount when taking pictures. Oh, nice. And since Do I I'm, start with it? Or? Because I am got the first player token, which okay. is also worth a victory point at the end of the game. I'm first player, so last player gets to start with a camera. Nice. Fun thing. Uh, and that's what happens at the Vista. Now, the canteens also do things like give you resources. However, you can only fill your canteen anytime you would get water. So you can't fill it with sun, you have to fill it with water, and only when the water is fresh. So you can go to the ocean, pick up two things of water, put one on your canteen, one into your resources, and then your canteen does whatever the canteen says. Mine makes mountains, Doug's makes forests. Yes. Uh, and then you get that particular resources added to your station and then the next player moves when uh all but one hiker have made it to the end the last hiker has to move okay. to the end now at the end at the trailhead sorry we have trailhead and trail end at the trail end you can do one of three things you can reserve a park which you take one of these and you just put it face down and then a new park is reserved and if you're the first player to make it to the reserve a park station you get the first player token as i flip it the wrong direction um and that's the benefit of reserving a park, is you get the first player token. Uh, one of the other things you can do is buy gear. Gear usually gives you discounts. Uh, things like trail maps, journals, compasses allow you to navigate the parks easier, which means you have to spend less resources navigating those parks. Uh, this one says it costs one less water to visit parks. Uh, this compass says it's two less sun to visit the parks. Uh, this leather one we have up says things like um, the wide-angle lens makes your camera better so you actually can take pictures in the valley. And you have the option when you buy it to immediately take a picture because who doesn't want to test out a brand new camera? Uh, and that's how those works. Okay. Uh, the first person to arrive here gets a sun added to the resources mm -hmm. and then they have to buy equal to the cost of those. Last thing you can do at the trail's end is visit a park, in which case you would turn in your resources and get a face-up park instead of a face-down park. Did you say when you reserve a park you get a face-up one? You or get a, a face-down one. Oh. Uh, and then when you visit a park, you can turn it face-up instead of buying from it. Okay. But you can't ever draw from the park stack. That is correct. All right. That would be Splendor-esque and really awesome. Yeah, it would be. Rule. Yeah, it could be a house rule. It could be a house rule. Finally, we have year goals, uh, which could be, for example, this one says, uh, Year of the Woods. Get six trees on all park, or in total on all the parks you visited and take three pictures. Ooh. And that'll be worth two victory points at the end of the game. If you get ten trees on the total on all the parks you visited and take five pictures, it's worth three victory points. So only one additional victory point for getting that bonus, but it's just a year bonus. And that would be dealt out randomly so nobody else is knowing what you're going to get. So secret kind of personal goals. Secret thing. Okay. And they're all sorts of cool things. Visit parks with mountains. Year of the heights. And that's how you play. Now I see this season of growth card. Is that kind of how you dealt out these that resources? That is exactly here? how we dealt out those. And um, depending on what the season is, we'll get a discount. For example, this one says you get a sun anytime you go. You get a forest. Okay. So if you go to the forest, and this you would get a forest, a rain, and a sun according to the season. And the seasons do change. 
Uh, this one is the Season of Flowers, and parks will cost one less water to visit. Oh, nice. And then, as Doug noted, at mm-hmm. the bottom we have the resource Where you deal out resources, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, has this made it to distributors yet? Has it made it to stores yet? Other than Kickstarting uh, it? If the store kicked it. I know that uh, my new store kicked it, which is why I have it. Oh, nice. Um, and there was a bunch of extra stuff with the kick. Like, he got a bunch of uh, decks. Like, a normal deck of cards with ace and spades and kings and queens with this art. Oh, nice. And it was, it, it's gorgeous. I take it the, the metal star token is also kind of Kickstarter. A lot of it, yeah. Um, these cool token trays, they look like logs. They're fantastic. And I mean, just looking, you showed me this. The box. Box the insert is really nice as well. It's very easy to get these cardboard pieces out. Everything stacks really neatly. Yeah. Um, they actually recommend uh, because they had they left room in the box for the um, the cut the punch outs, mm-hmm. right? For all of these tokens, uh, they it say goes under the goes plastic, under, so everything's nice and tight. Yeah, I like it when they they think ahead on that because I think it was Via some- Nebula and Quadropolis, so some like the Days of Wonder stuff where they've got like lots of punches. You can use that. Yeah. As opposed to leaving it intentionally higher. Mm-hmm. So you have space, but then it's just... But then it looks bad on the shelf. Yeah. So yeah, that's the game. Uh, Doug and I are going to play a little bit and then discuss our thoughts. Yeah. So yeah. we've we've played a few turns of this just to kind of give me an idea of what this is like. And it, it seems like a really good idea. We've got these little wildlife minis uh, pieces that Kelly showed me that are all... Different wild. shapes of wildlife. So we've got a moose. This looks like a, a ram of some kind, a fish. Um, and they're wild. They yeah. are, they they represent their wild tokens or wild cards. And it's the wildlife is wild. It's my favorite joke. I'm sorry of this entire explanation. It is my favorite joke. Oh, that's fine. Um, but you're telling me that you kind of came up with some house rules to kind of fix some of. The issues that you came up with playing this game? Um, we found that with two players, we weren't cycling through the gear enough. Uh, with four players, we had enough people buying the gear going through because, well, you get a son just to go and buy gear. So um, in four players, two players will get um, son to buy gear. So we were going through the gear quickly enough. But when we went down to two players, um, we very quickly came to the conclusion that the gear out here we didn't want, and so it would sit. So why waste buying a gear just to turn over a new one that the opponent would probably buy when we could spend that time buying a park? Uh, so if you clear the gear out at the end of each round, especially in a two-player game, uh, we also found that some of the gear, when in combination of each other, would end up like breaking the game. There's a gear called a tent that allows you to spend your campfire to redo an action in lieu of your turn, you would do the action that you've already done there. So you can sit at this extra buy a park station and skip to the end, refill your campfire, buy another park. I think I bought like six parks in one round and when everyone else only has the opportunity to buy two, little bit um, can break really So we decided uh, you can only have one of each color uh, so you, or only one journal and only one uh, map and one compass. You can't have four journals, uh, that kind of stuff. And just to limit... I feel like with what you're saying is when, when you finally make it here to the trail end and it refreshes your campfire, I think you should only be able to use your campfire once around. So it's if you're a hiker, you can use your... I know you're saying you can use the campfire to go on the space where another person is. Um, but then there's also that tent that you were saying that... There's the tent. Spend your yeah. campfire to have your hiker revisit their current site. Yeah, it's basically... Combined with a park's pass. Yeah, that is... It was... It's it's something to talk about with the players that have played it quite a bit and yeah. can see this interaction. And there was no, there's nothing in the rules to clarify actually even how this reads. Like, do I do it in lieu of my action? Do I do it? Do I do my action and do this? It was a little weird. 
the tent is interesting. Might be something to check to just see if there's an FAQ on it or something. Yeah, possibly on Geeks. Clarify, yeah. But yeah, this game looks really nice. I mean, the, the quality of the pieces and everything mm -hmm. and all the details they put into everything is really nice. So I might end up playing a full game and seeing how I like it. So Cool. Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we never really went through this in the beginning, but this is for uh, one to five players, ten and up. About half an hour to 60 minutes. Um, yeah, it plays relatively quickly. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take up much space. You can play it. This is literally all you need. Everything else is kind of superficial. Mm. Would you take this camping? <laughs> So looking forward to playing Parks with Doug at OrcaCon. That was not about Rosa Parks. It you told me it was about Rosa well, Parks. Well, yeah, I thought that might get your interest up. It does. I like it's it. about actual parks. If, cool. you, if I, I made like a parks. game about Rosa Parks, she would always win. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well done. <laughs> Thank you very well much. Well done. Thank you very much. Well ass-kissed to Rosa Parks. Of course. Parks. Yeah, Hello. One of the many She's games I'm alive. looking forward to playing at OrcaCon. What? I'm sorry. We're talking about Rosa Parks still. No, no, no. <laughs> we we got to move on. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, Doug is great at teaching games. Yes. He's great at doing these these um, game reviews. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be so much fun. And it looks great. And he is doing a huge review of Tomb of Annihilation. So we'll make sure we have that up. And you're going to really enjoy that. Really soon. Yep. Yeah. And speaking of board games, there's a place I like to buy board games. Mm-hmm. Run by Tim Morgan, who is our interview. Right. That's around the table, right see. here yes. in Washington. Let's go see what's going on with Tim. Yeah. This segment of the podcast is sponsored by Dragonflight, a tabletop games convention dedicated to promoting the educational and social benefits of gaming in the Pacific Northwest. Sign up now at dragonflight.org. Now back to our show. Hey guys, we're here at Dragonflight, and look we, we we ran into, it's Tim Morgan from Around the Table Game Pub. Hey Tim, how's it going? Going good, how are you guys? We're doing great. Doing really well. Alright. So Tim, you know, we, we had you on um, the podcast a year, two years ago? Uh, two years ago, I feel like ago. it was. Yeah. It was a while ago. And we, and we talked about, how, you know, how do you get a game store going, and, and how hard and difficult it is, and kind of depressed everybody uh, <laughs> that's why no one's doing a game stores um but you have been doing well and you've been things are still doing, going pretty well yeah yeah you're still in business still in business by the way you look great oh thank you 25 percent less tim <laughs> i have lost 35 pounds Ooh, in the last year yeah sounds, wow sounds good um i am about to turn 50 next really three weeks yeah oh okay so you're you <laughs> paul's already there i'm already oh, there okay. you're there i'll be there right behind you Oh, okay. Maybe we should have a game party. Ooh, there. maybe we, yeah. Steve, maybe you should lose 35 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I should. I think I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I tried. It didn't work for me. No. Well, Tim, talk to us what's going on with your store. And I want to talk a little bit about some of the community stuff that you've been doing. But yeah. Currently, what, what's going on now? Yeah, well, we just wrapped up a uh, big event with the Community Cat Coalition, which is a great local charity mm -hmm. that deals with uh, feral cats and gets them spayed so they don't create great. more feral cats. Great. And then finds their kittens home and stuff and like that. And you spayed them right there. Right there. At around the table. We were actually doing it. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so many tables, why not? <laughs> no, but they brought out their, their kitten ambassadors, which okay. were these gorgeous little gray tabby, six weeks old or something cool. like that. Awesome. And now, was it a magic thing or was it um, a, a, I mean, magic gathering? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had you fun raising the money. Oh, oh. So um, we... we, ha we <laughs> <laughs> we uh, donated 10% of our sales that oh, day okay. uh, to them, and we had a silent cool. auction going on, and uh, got a lot of donations from the community, and we donated a few things, and uh, we had people send us pictures of their pets, and for a donation, we would uh, post those up on our wall, and cool. we, cool. we had just had a lot of okay. fun. Okay. There was lots of, lots of awing at the cutest kittens in the world. Yeah. Well, you know what I really love about your store, and I wish more stores would do this, so <laughs> if you own a game store, you know, please do this. Is you really give local game designers a chance? Oh yeah, we love local game designers. So how how does that work? Because you because I know that game store owners have to get it from their distributor and all that, and there's certain rules. But you can you can put your own stuff on the shelf. We can, right? Yeah, and uh, we 
you know, people, customers, people who come into the store love to see local games. They love to see their friends or people mm -hmm. who could be their friends um, produce a game. And so, uh, any any local game manufacturer out there, game designer out there, please come into our store and try to sell us your game because we'd love to carry it. Um, we, we just put so much shelf space away and even if they don't sell really well, we want to have them there just because it's a community thing. That's awesome. And so, um, yeah, there's that. We also work with Playtest Northwest, which is a local Seattle area yep. group that helps people design and prototype games. And so... Do they, they show up like, is there a particular day they show up? Yeah, it's one Saturday a month. Okay. And now you're putting me on the spot here. I think it's the third yeah. Saturday. Calendar, but don't, don't quote me on that. It's on probably calendar. on your website. It is. Yeah, it yeah. probably is. ATTGamePub.com. Can I, can I put a plug yes. in there? Uh, yes, yes, you, you can. can. <laughs> right here. There, there you go. And, of course, we go to your, your establishment all the time. Every Monday, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Right and we try to spend money. You know, I don't think I plugged this the last time we had. Oh, so okay, yeah. there is another local game designer. His name is Tim Morgan, and he's designed a role-playing game called what? Ellis Kingdom in Turmoil. That is, that is on our shelves. How come well, you not said that to me? Like, I, 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 I've seen you for like years now, and you haven't even mentioned yeah, it. That was my big project before opening up a game store, was oh, wow. to write this role-playing oh. game. So it's a, it's a low fantasy, so it's very realistic, kind of realistic with quotes around oh, it. Okay. Realistic medieval. So um, instead of a tavern, you meet at a game store? No, it's yeah. in, oh, the okay. in the tavern. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, okay. Well, wow. and, and um, you know what I, we love is the fact that um, your game store is not just a game store. It sells beer. It sells beer. It sells yeah, beer. ice cream. Yeah, talk 17, about that. 17 taps of beer and okay. cider. Uh, we try to have at least half of them be, be fairly local. So, you know, Washington and Oregon. And I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty stiff beer snob, and you guys make really good beer choices. Well, my business partner, Nick, he, he loves the beer. <laughs> no, he does, does a good a, job. He does a really good job of curating that yeah. list. Yeah. Uh, but we also work with Full Tilt Ice Cream, which is another local Seattle area Good. Uh, a company, yeah, and, and they had, make great ice cream. And you had a contest recently about, about creating flavors? Yeah, this is our fifth year doing it. Uh, okay. We have customers come in and fill out a little form of the flavor that they want to make, and they get to come up with a funny, usually okay. game or geaky uh, title for it. Uh, well, it was Big B's Hand. Us, yeah, Big, we had a Big B's Hand. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, okay. uh, Earl Grey Cold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Star Trek yeah. reference nice, there. Nice, um, That was cool, yeah. Those are the ones that are, uh, oh, uh, Nice Day for a White Wedding was one of the yes. oh, okay. okay. For those 80s people uh, out yeah. there. Okay. Well, all of us here who are That's around true. our yes. 50th birthday. I, yeah. I might have danced to that <laughs> at some point. Um, so what about, um, what's, what's the big thing that you, you sell? I mean, what's the big seller? Wait, you don't know? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you... Uh, Damn it, Steve! You're putting me on the spot again. <laughs> I could take that question in several different ways. Okay. Yes. So if you want board, if you want what game is selling really well, yeah, I think man, my hot. my board game pick for this year is Quacks of Quidlinburg. Uh, okay. Came out back okay. in February or March or something okay. like that. At least the English U.S. edition did, and mm -hmm. it's just a great push your luck, uh, bag building uh, game. I I really like that one. I think we played that. Like you're making a potion, right? Like you're making potions. Yeah. That's I don't think I was there. No, I I, I played that? that game and Doug did a review of it. Okay, huh. okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool, it. but yeah, it did. It was pretty fun. Yeah. I really okay. like that one. Okay. Um, sh uh, sixth edition of Shadowrun uh, was supposed to be out yesterday or the day before. I but didn't realize it came out. No, okay. they pushed it. But they had some at Gen Con, and I I hear there was like a ten page errata sheet for the Gen Con edition. So oh they, wow! Oh. It went back to the presses or something like that. And oh, dear. Now, Goodness. <laughs> now we're getting an October release on it. Shadowrun is, is... They make it here in Washington State, right? Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where it's printed, but the company is here, right. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Everett or something. And you... Um, what's the... Uh, I mean, obviously the big driver for your business is probably magic, too. I mean, that's... I mean... We do a lot of magic, and we've done. There was a local, another game store kind of close to us that just went out of business, and they they did a lot of magic. So we have kind of taken on a lot of their customers. Oh, okay. But we only about fifteen percent of our business is magic. Okay. We kind of like that, just because you know it's it's not good to have too many eggs in one basket. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so, sense. Yeah. Well, as long as D and D is always there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about this. Wonderful thing you do called um, Silent Game Night. Yeah. Silent Game Night. Yeah. 
So that's a f one Friday a month, mm -hmm. and I really don't remember. I think it's actually tonight. So what is tonight? Is tonight the third Friday? Um, Today is a, a Friday. It's a Friday. Friday. Well, <laughs> whatever, whatever Friday tonight is. Yeah. Um, and we have um, hearing impaired people or fully deaf people or people that just want to learn uh, American Sign Language. And they show up and they play games silently. That's true. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just, I'm, I'm going on a tangent here. But So my son, Gavin, uh -huh. he's going to take American Sign Language. Uh -huh. And so this is, this is perfect. So he this can come great. down to the game can store and out. practice his sign language yes. as yes. he's learning. Yeah. So it's great. And yeah. make friends. Yeah. It all works yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's perfect. And it's probably our busy, our, well, it's, you know, aside from like a magic pre-release or mm -hmm. something, it's our busiest recurring event. Wow. Uh, we usually get like 20, wow. 20 okay. to 30 people show up for it. That's great. You it, know, I've been going in there like on other days, and it's like there's no space around there. So when, when is Tim going to expand? <laughs> <laughs> yes. When are you going to take out the entire strip mall? <laughs> for example, no one needs that donut shop down there because that donut shop's never open. Or, so. or there's lots of places. You don't come early enough in the day for the That's donut shop to be open. That's true. That's true. They make good donuts. Don't. Yeah. All right. I won't, I won't put down the donut shop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have really outgrown uh, our location. And. Uh, our long-term plan is to get, we've got light rail coming to our city uh, really? sometime this decade. <laughs> I did not know that. Really, or, know. Not this decade. I don't no, usually sorry. pay attention to that stuff. That's, <laughs> that's good. Okay. So we want to we find a bigger location uh, within oh, okay. walking distance, within a block or two oh, of yeah. the light rail station. So you guys are already looking right now. Then, yeah. Huh? Do you have anything that you can tell us I don't. Have, I do not have anything I can tell you right are now. Are you going to make sure you still have a back room for people like <laughs> yeah. us to spend, spend all of our I'm, money on? That is still to be determined, but yeah, okay. we, we, we'd like to be accommodating to everyone. Cool. We love the background. Yeah. We, we love the background. I mean, we will literally spend more money so that no people, no other people go in there. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, next week we'll add that to the bill. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, yeah. good. Surcharge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I think that that's great. We've okay. covered the bases. Yeah. 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 I'd love to. You're doing great. Love coming to your store. It's like, yeah. it's, it's my. Great. My relaxing time is Monday night is my is my, my Friday of my week. That's when I just just could chill out. I'm at around the table. Everything's great now, and then begin my weekend. And, and I know, and I know, it kind of probably bothers you to have a, a lot of that. You got older inventory in the back. I know you're trying to you rotate it out. Well, I, it's kind of cool though. To I have mean, the old yes, things in there. Yeah. That's our. That's the other thing that we do. That's that's the part of the business that I love the most okay, is yeah. all of those used games because mm -hmm. we buy used games. You know, people come in, sell us the games they don't like anymore, mm -hmm. and then we go through them. And because we want we want all the customers that buy them to have a good experience, we go through the games mm -hmm. and make sure they're complete before we put them out. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so. Yeah, that back room also gets used as the staging area for that used game processing. We and love looking at that stuff. And, yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's some old gems back well, there. We saw lap dance. That's a newer one, but <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's like a spell jammer box set back yeah. there right now that I just counted the other day, and like a, a German copy of Robo Rally. Oh and, wow! Wow. Yeah. You actually had in there. Uh, it, it pro you probably sold it really quickly, but you had like first generation D and D stuff. I, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, I was I was thinking I'm buying it, but it's like, boom, gone. Yeah. It was. Just, it's like, oh man. I think I still have a, well, I still I think I still have it at the store, and I just bought another copy today, about an hour ago, of uh, Eldritch Eldritch Wizardry, one of the okay. one of the original D and D supplements. And, okay. And you, you visit cons a lot. You'll be I at OrcaCon, right? I'll be at OrcaCon. Okay, yeah. that's a good plug. I hope you'll, you'll be there. <laughs> yeah. um, and this convention, Dragonflight, has a wonderful auction. It's one of the best. It's yeah. one of the best parts of Dragonflight for me. Is I yeah, I get to exert my capitalism. Yeah, people don't like it when you show up. Yeah, by the way. Well. it's like oh, Jim's here. I can't get it. Oh man. Well, anyway, I, this has been a this is a pleasure interviewing with you. Oh yes. yeah, we love you. I we do. We love so. you guys. <laughs> well, with that, um, I think that's it. Yep. And uh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Don't you just love Tim? Yes. Tim's great. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love him. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for letting us use your awesome know, uh, place hang out here. every single yeah. Monday night. Thanks for letting us sleep here. Mm -hmm. Thanks yeah. for letting us, you know, have our loud parties here. Mm -hmm.
Tim's great. Miss Thatter, we go to his house. If you're ever in Edmonds, Washington. <laughs> We're in Linwood. Stop by around. T- oh, are we? Yep. Yeah, we uh, are. Isn't this Lynn Edmund? Lynn? Well, yeah, yeah, that's that yeah, weird yeah, part. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. That's cool. You guys do any nerdy stuff? Uh, or you recommend any nerdy stuff before we sign off? Uh, I've been watching The Watchmen. Great show. I have to get caught up on The Watchmen. Oh, it is great. Mandalorian. I also have to get caught up on that. Oh, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Maisel. It's horrible. Yeah. I started watching The Mrs. Maisel. That's not nerdy, is it? It's all sure, kind of, yeah. 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 I, mean, I need to. I, I missed a lot of that show. I saw some of it while my wife was watching it because she started watching it. And then I didn't get to see any of it mm-hmm. because she watched it while I was at work. Well, while this, I think last week, there was the Black Widow trailer. Yes, which I watched. It was oh, great. And the Wonder Woman trailer. Yes. Uh, Wonder good. Woman 1984. Yes. Great year. Yeah. Lightning. Great year. What not? Not for is, me. There, is there anything like American Horror Wearing Story in 1984? Big, shiny gold nah. breastplate outfit. Oh, I'm gonna dress up when I go and see the movie. The action, okay. the action is fantastic. Oh my god, yeah. Oh yeah. So which I'm one's better, Black Widow or uh, Wonder Woman, or they're both? Oh, that's apples. Well, one of them sir. is um, Marvel, <laughs> and part of an interesting world. Mm-hmm. The other one is Careful. the only movie franchise well, I'm just trying to, that's good in the DC universe. I'm just trying to cause, a, you know, some yeah, Well, you know, I'm a DC guy, but their movies are kind of meh. Yeah. But Wonder Woman's great. It is great. But if you have an opinion about any of this stuff, you can email us at geeksofcascadia at gmail.com. Or, or you can hate tweet at us at <laughs> Geeks of Cascadia on Twitters. Or you can call his personal phone number, which is right That there. joke never gets right. old. I'm going to start putting it up, not. though. You can also tweet <laughs> us, Geeks of Cascadia. Facebook us at Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks sure of Cascadia? Geeks of Cascadia. Oh, why not? Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're progressive here. Yeah, we are. And please, please, yeah, please are. review us. Yes. On whatever media medium you use to listen to us yes. or Facebook or you can't rate us on Twitter, but we're you can... pretty smoke signals yeah, we're for my people. So, um, you know, five stars. Yes. And just to that say Marvel sucks, I love DC. You guys are wrong. Who says Marvel sucks? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I, th- I think that's about it. We got a uh, D&D night. Book some D&D. Yes. Right. So with that, embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that saving throw. Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon.